0: People are really going to think it's just a football podcast. (laughs) (laughs) American football varsity blue. Like, unless we're uh, a little more descriptive in the the link, it's going to be like, oh, why are Joey and Mike talking about football? Hey, thanks for tuning in to Wine and Cheese, where we talk about an emo record, and we pair it with a cheesy movie. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. That was pretty good. Yeah. we sound checked a little bit more than they do on the first track of this record <laughs> for reference <laughs> that's it that was that was like us like a lot to just start, just a minute ago <laughs> to just start
1: a seminal emo record. <laughs> Oh man, uh, this is our first episode. Feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah. What a what a way to kick it off. You what know? a way
0: to kick it off. Uh, yeah. So, the podcast we decided to call it "Wine and Cheese," uh, whiny we, songs and cheesy movies. Exactly. That's all it boils down to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the we would just want to cover like seminal records of like every corner of emo. Um, I think it's important to not just stick with one style because it it's a very broad genre. It
1: really is, wouldn't
0: you say? And I think there will be some episodes where we'll get outside of the emo genre. If, yeah, if the you know if the time is
1: right, if it makes sense, the yeah, absolutely. Calls We're not it.
0: gonna put ourselves in a box, you know. I might. <laughs> oh, okay, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> um, this week's episode, the first episode, is uh, the theme is football. And we're covering the self-titled 1999 release of American Football and the 1999 film, Varsity Blues.
1: And they go together like wine and cheese, <laughs> can I just say. They're honestly a pretty good pairing. I, when Joey pitched the idea, I took it a lot more as like, all right, what
0: thematically
1: would fit? Like American Football and like some sort of ornery, like a little angsty kind of thing. But then you're like, no, it's just literally. more so. Yeah, you were thinking
0: more so like the mood. Or like yeah. the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Which I I mean I'm not I still don't get we it. we might do something like that anyway. We've got a couple on the pipeline that are are kind of more in that vein too. So yeah. you know, whatever. True. We're just gonna go with I'm it. Keep it at loosey-goosey. Keep it loosey-goosey. Um should this we do the, some like intro stuff or like, I was just
1: say, this is the segment
0: called uh welcome chatter in my, my email because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking dork. <laughs> um well, I mean like what what records are you vibing right now, Mike? Um, I've been listening to that new Hop Along record. Like oh, that one's non-stop. really good. I, I
1: saw them twice went. last week.
0: It was great. Did you see them at Union Transfer?
1: Some at Union Transfer, and I saw him in Atlanta. <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. I, I wanted to go to the family. UT show. I ended up seeing uh, Hannibal Burris. Oh, at uh the Mir is it the Miriam? Sure. Yeah, sure. Is that the, the one Kim- at Keswick? It's like the one connected to the Kimmel Center. It's like yes. the smaller okay. yeah, place, yeah. I guess. For sure. How was um, that? It was amazing. It was like my second time seeing him. And uh, did he tell any jokes? He told you, you know, a couple, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, the openers were fine. Yeah. Who, um, anybody
1: notable? or was? It I like can't people? even really
0: remember their names. The first guy was from f- South Philly. He had like a lot of John jokes, which oh, is like,
1: he knew his crowd, pretty <laughs> exhausting. Yeah.
0: And then um, the second one was this girl from New York and she was pretty good. Cool. Um, they just probably did like, I don't know, 20 minutes a piece or so. And then right Hann- Hannibal just crushed it. He was great. Yeah, for sure. Um, Um, Speaking of, I'm sorry, not to get away from Hannibal Beerus, because he's a great guy as well.
1: But I've also been listening to a lot of uh, Gin Blossoms, which I think we were talking about earlier. We
0: watched maybe all their music videos a couple (laughs) minutes ago, which is about five. Yeah, and, uh, and
1: they're incredible. I think they're the best pop band.
0: Oh they're up there man I love them It may um, change
1: by tomorrow But for right now I want to be In a Gin Blossoms tribute band
0: Yeah I, I, I want to I think I'm gonna Start wearing Like baggy t-shirts Over Total Nexing So <laughs> If I hadn't got my hair cut today It would have been uh, On my way to his Cut as well But <laughs> Wear some chucks Until the day you die Yeah <laughs> Um, How about you? Music? Uh, well, let's hear it I've been listening to What have I have been listening to I've been listening to Just a lot of hip hop open Mike eagle is like one of my dudes right now he's cool True. um i've been listening to that uh man there was like a new record that i wanted to talk about uh let me look real quick that's here um i'll stall yeah uh, stall just stall a little bit oh i've been listening to the new parquet court record a lot
1: didn't they okay so they changed the spelling of their name right it used to be q-u-e-t and now it's k-a-y
0: no it's q-u-e-t Right. You say the word.
2: You know, that, that's, yeah, 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 you're yeah. Right. No,
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've only got into them within like the last year or so, Okay, but their new record is awesome. Have you heard it? I have not. Do you uh, like them at all?
1: I don't know them very well.
0: Okay. It's cool. It's like, um, I don't know. They're like real indie, but they have like a lot of punk leanings. Like I think,
1: are they kind of like nude beach where they're like power pop a little bit, but kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. but they
0: get like weird too. Like, I think there's a lot of moments on the new record that sound a l- like a little funkier, kind of like that band, the big boys, you know, them, um, like the old hardcore band, but they have like saxophones and shit. Yeah, totally. Um, So that that's a cool record. Um Yeah, I mean, other than that, just like I've got a lot of stuff just switching around a lot. I'll tell you one band I've been listening to is American Football. Oh, wow. I, I listened listen to them a couple times this week. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I listened
1: to it. It was the exact length of uh, the drive from my house to... Like a family friend's house yesterday for a party.
0: Really, what, it was nice. What's it about? Thirty-five. 40 I would minutes? say probably like
1: forty. Is it forty? Some of the songs get a little long. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah stay yeah. home. I think is like eight plus. And I, think, I
0: love that song. I think it might be about my drive to work in okay. the morning. So I think I listened to the whole thing on the way nice. to work like earlier this week.
1: I'm a little uh, teacher's pet, so I listened to the three song EP too,
0: and uh, mm. I, that that's really good. I think I've only really, I uh, maybe I might have listened to the EP once, yeah. ever, but I've. Like, I've only really listened to the original self-titled, because the new one is also self-titled, right? Yeah.
1: I, bands do that confusing. Yeah. Like, uh, Everyone Everywhere did that, where it's just like, Everyone ever, everyone Everywhere 2010 and Everyone Everywhere 2012. <laughs> it's got to figure it out. <laughs> That's, it's stressful. It's you know? hard for us. I know. Take it easy. You know how hard it emo is emo to legends.
0: Google American football?
1: Yeah. Um, but uh should we officially segment into or transition into the music segment like into the american football segment
0: might as well we yeah. can do movies later yeah let's just do it let's just do it yeah we'll figure it out okay. thanks for bearing with us <laughs> this <laughs> We're whole process working at the kinks
1: <laughs> um so it starts off with like maybe the most iconic
0: emo song ever it's uh, yeah i mean it's up there um i well what's your history with american football are you a longtime fan i am a longtime fan yeah, yeah. i like pretty much anything kinsella yeah uh, you're a big kinsella head a big
1: kinsella. <laughs> i've seen, seen american football twice um i saw them play like they played those three reunion shows in new york mm-hmm. uh and comedy bang bang was like downstairs for the one date. so i went to see the comedy bang bang show on sunday and the american football show on friday and as they were doing the live show, I'll have to see if I can find the the MP3 of the live show. But it's just, you just hear them sound checking upstairs the whole time. Oh, really? And they keep making comments like, who are these motherfuckers checking upstairs? <laughs> and it like, turns out it was American football. So they've come back and they've been on the show since then and stuff. Oh, was,
0: have they brought that uh, time up on the show? Yeah. That's for funny. Sure. Yeah. They like tell the story and everything. It's yeah.
1: Funny. But it, it goes farther back than that. That wasn't like a, I, I went to see them for sure. Oh, um, yeah. I think I probably heard them like late high school, early college, which is probably when everyone listens to them. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They're just like that. It's something different. It's like you I hadn't really heard anything like it before that So it was really cool to hear those those like open tunings and weird twinkly kind of songs. Yeah, like, yeah. I
0: was really late to American football bec- I was listening to a lot of like I mean, I guess what I would consider their contemporaries at the time like promise ring and stuff. Yeah, like back not like when it came out, but like for that Introduction of that emo part of my life. I was yeah. listening more so to those other bands. Okay, but um and, promise, promise ring is a band that i don't know how i miss them right but
1: when i found them i was like oh my god
0: yeah i would have loved these guys right like, i think, think that's Saves how i day. feel about american football now although like i mean it so i probably discovered them gosh i don't know i heard like as far as the kinsella bands go i heard joan of arc first probably because yeah. i was like really into like saddle creek records in high school and i think that didn't they put something out on there or they were like Probably. affiliated somehow
1: they've been on polyvinyl like every Kinsella bands on polyvinyl. I feel like it's yeah. just like a gold mine for them. Cause I think
0: how many Kinsella's are there?
1: They're Mike <laughs> and Tim are brothers. And then their uh, cousin Nate plays bass in American football now. So they've okay. been doing music like as a, not as a three piece, but all three of them have been consistently in bands for like 25 years. Yeah.
0: Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really, I was always kind of fuzzy on like the lineage and the order of the bands yeah. <laughs> up until like when I was looking it up earlier. For so sure. it went like y- Captain Jazz, Joan of Arc, American Football, Owls, Owen mm-hmm. after that, is that. That's pretty much it, right? There's yeah. probably a couple others. There are a
1: couple others. in the, Yeah, so like... those like the main ones. I'll run you through it real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's there's Captain Jazz when they're like teens and then they all kind of like branched off and I think that's when... Tim started doing solo stuff as Joan of Arc with like a little bit of a band and Owls was like the tourable version of that band or Make Believe was the tourable version of that band and then Mike got sick of being in a band so he did Owen but before all of that Mike went to college and that's how American football came about is I think it was like University of Illinois Champaign-Urbana or something like that they went to college and it's like him and two other dudes started American football Okay, I don't think they played all that many shows back in the day
0: oh that's what it seemed like when I was uh, checking out their info on wikipedia earlier and it was like it made it seem like they only played shows for about a year yeah. It's and fun- then they became a studio band it says
1: yeah and it's funny cause like for as prolific as they are now i don't think they ever saw it coming they were just like dudes yeah. who got together and played music and i, I mean, don't know i guess that's how all
0: bands start but like would you say that they're the uh if not the pioneers like one of the heavy hitters of like the noodley guitar yeah that's like <laughs> if you listen
1: to like owen or any kind of cap and jazz or especially like the one dude in a like in and out of owls and the guy was in like uh, cap and jazz victor mm-hmm. villarreal they all do that weird finger picky yeah. noodly like, thing
0: i feel like a couple maybe five years ago or so that that sound was like it's heavy about, dude like 2010 i would say it was like yeah. snowing in my heart to joy
1: and all those yeah. kind of bands were doing it and i definitely never tried to do it in any bands i was in for sure it like, <laughs> I tried it every, like all the time. <laughs> people hate it i uh, like that
0: american football is a three-piece though it's awesome i thought that i didn't know that and that was like cool to find out because i don't know they sound so full they now tour as a
1: four-piece oh. but i think they used to do it without a basis when they would play
0: oh interesting Which, well, it's on the
1: record there is bass like on the record but I'm pretty sure when they play it was like just a three piece two guitars and a drummer right and some s- trumpet and it <laughs>
0: yeah there's a couple trumpet moments uh, let's talk about the trumpet moments oh my god <laughs> uh,
1: let's try, to try and find one do you know any any other songs off the top of your head that I think track two I,
0: I'm not good with titles but I think track two has uh, uh, I might be wrong yeah the summer ends. This song sounds like a, a final track. It I does. think that every time it starts too. I guess I never really knew the order of this album very
1: much. Like I feel like I know all of the songs independently, mm-hmm. but I wasn't exp- like when I heard the last track, I wasn't like, oh, this is the this is how it ends.
0: Yeah, I th- I felt the same way when I was listening to it the other day. But um. I think we'd kind of mentioned too. We went and got some food earlier, and we maybe talked a little
1: too much about the podcast. A bit, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who can help it? Uh, <laughs> I think we were both kind of talking like. A lot of the songs kind of broach the same territory. They kind of
0: sound yeah. similar,
1: but I could listen to them it's all, not, all day. It's,
0: yeah, it's not a, a be, in a bad way. Um, I think in general that this particular like sect of emo doesn't really like hold up for me as much as some others like sure. a nowadays like really. Um, but this record, if I was going to listen to one that was like the noodley yeah whatever uh this would be the one i think um and i have fun check revisiting it this week too
1: there's like a point in the year too where i want to hear this kind of music like it's usually like fall wintery it's like okay it fits that mood pretty yeah, well yeah that me. makes
0: fall makes sense for yeah. sure or like right before it gets warm yeah maybe totally. would be like a good one too so like yeah. not really now because it's starting to get really hot but <laughs> yeah we just jumped um but like yeah definitely it's a good all-seasons record. It's also
1: good, like, I, I don't want to call it background music because it's awesome and I like to actively listen to it, but it is, like, super instrumental, so I feel like a lot of people could easily listen to it while they do something else. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's, it's super, It's like, pretty, I would say it's, like, 80% instrumental and 20% vocals. Right. And just, it, the, oh, go ahead. I was just
0: going to say, just by putting it on, you don't feel like you're, like, if you have to do something else, you're not missing, no, it's not that you're not missing anything, Yeah. but you... It's, you you don't have to feel like you are you know what i mean yeah totally um yeah, I feel like my problem with, like, putting music on in the background while I do other stuff is that I always want to pay attention to it, because Exa- it's, like, yeah. something I haven't listened to as much or something, but with yeah. this, I can just put it on, you know, I can just put it on and just chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to go back and, like, hit the back button yeah. and be like, what did I, wait, I just what missed, you like, say? that cool chorus, or, yeah. Even what, though, what did he say? Because, like, on, the, <laughs> yeah. the vocals are very hard to understand sometimes.
1: I always mess up the, vo- like, I try and sing along and stuff like that, because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm really cool, and <laughs> I always come in, like, the timing is so funky on some of the songs that I come in, like, a beat too early, and I yeah. feel like a dummy yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: well and then they have each song has like a uh like a really specific vocal moment that you always remember but then you can never remember the parts around it yeah the one song (laughs) and the other the one song where it says like teenage date is it daydream or something like that? teenage daydream yeah i always remember my teenage daydream i i don't know Probably should have looked that up That's before right. we talked about this but uh, <laughs> i think i
1: know what you're talking about but i can't think what it is up the yeah deck.
0: yeah um i mean like there's a couple songs i think that like stand out like in a big way obviously the opening track never meant never is, like the jam
1: and i think mike when he does Owen stuff he like did a cover of that for a split once upon a time oh. and people were always like play never meant live and he's like maybe he didn't remember it or he would just use that as an out. But when, when he someone would, say, would be I like, not remember it. Yeah. He, or someone <laughs> would be like, play American football. He'd be like, what, what's the score on that game? Like just try to avoid it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But now that they're playing shows again, I don't know if he's like, I mean, he's happy to play it. Obviously might, American yeah. football. But exactly. I just think he w- didn't necessarily want to always be tied to it. Yeah.
0: Um, the song honestly is like a good one oh. too. Honestly,
1: I can't. Teenage yeah. Feelings. feelings. There, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah there true. it is. <laughs> uh, so that was my thing, is as I was listening, I, I in my head, I was like, this is so front-loaded. Like, all of the first four songs are all, like, jammers. Yeah. And then the second half, it was just as good. I was like, oh, wait, this album's just really good. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, it's good, but I feel like, the sec- like you can't... Um, the second half doesn't have as many, like, particularly standout songs, but it's more like flowy. You yeah, know what I mean? It gets
1: a little more like ethereal yeah. almost because, like, that song Stay Home is like eight and a half minutes, I think, but it, the first four minutes are just kind of the same repetitive thing. But then when it kicks in with the lyrics and stuff, it really like kicks off. Stay Home an awesome. instrumental track, right? It's not It's not completely instrumental. I think it's like five it's, minutes until he, until he comes in with the, the vocals and yeah. just kind of like, but that's life. Yeah, that's dude. Life. That one is
0: really, that's probably my top three songs on the record. That's my favorite yeah, one. For yeah, for sure. Um, it's so. It's like a... I I might be wrong on this. I might be
1: really going for it. But I think he went to school... Mike Kinsella went to school for anthropology or something like that. And as I was listening, that was like in my head. Everything's about like the nature of people. All of the songs are about like kind of the nature of people. So it's very anthropologic.
0: I've never really... I've never never (laughs) really like dove into like the song meanings not dot net stuff on this record. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I think
1: I posted on there about a song in like high school and I
0: oh man. The lyrics are wrong. It should be this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just just people correcting each other.
0: Um yeah, I mean that makes sense though. Like from the like I said, I have a hard enough time remembering uh lyrics for records anyway. Yeah. But with this one it's not something I ever listened to super heavy. It was only very casually throughout my life. Um, so During a breakup or something? Maybe, <laughs> maybe like once. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but not even, though, because I think that I just like, I don't know. Yeah. This um, wasn't my go-to at the time. <laughs> my go-to sat record at the time. Sure.
1: <laughs> and I feel like it's kind of difficult to remember some of the like lyrics and vocal structures because the song structures are all over the place. It's They're not all just like intro, verse, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus. It's yeah. like weird parts that flow into each other and you can't tell what's what man I, I, yeah. it's awesome it's cool i mean like yeah
0: i was about to say we're talking about it like it's a bad thing but it works so well um and uh i don't know like this record you know the cup co- well we haven't even talked about the cover art please like let's as do it. as iconic as the record sounds that cover is like so good yeah and um, they can make a million merch designs off of like oh, the top man. of a house with a circle around instead it's, it's like crazy. it's crazy doesn't yeah. the newer record even have like a picture think, of a house or the same house or I something? I think they went
1: back to the same house and got like a different angle like a, and maybe even shot like a video for, oh, really? I think the song's called like Home is Where the Haunt Is or something okay. like that. And they did like a video inside the house and stuff.
0: That's pretty cool. That's yeah. like a good, you know, a lot of bands have like a logo or a symbol, but I I mean, and you know a lot of records by their cover art, but with this one, it's just like, I don't know, it's such a just important looking record too. Yeah. And I, I
1: honestly like the weird disorientation of like America. And football, uh, like the, I the, to, the weird spacing, I used to of drive it. me nuts. But I kind of <laughs> like it now. It's cool. Like
0: I appreciate it more now, and like yeah. a, I like the design of the cover. Yeah, you know, in. Like in company with the photo itself, too. Totally. So I always think it's funny when I see AF
1: abbreviated, I think of Agnostic Front, a band that I don't think I've ever listened to. <laughs> but AF, I should think of, oh, it's American football. It's American I just, football. I, I, for some reason, I go to Agnostic Front every time.
0: Ooh, that's a, that'd be like a good uh, rip t shirt design. I like the Agnostic Front. Agnostic uh, Front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, with like the C <laughs> dropped off. Yeah. Or uh, the Ag Front boots, but it says American football. <laughs> or maybe like a pair of cleats pair of cleats, oh, Dude. All right. We're cutting this out. Kinsella, we're, whichever one of you is in this band. Uh, <laughs> is it Mike? It it's, it's Mike, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got you, dude. We got you on your next merch design when you guys play New York back-to-back in like three more
1: years. <laughs> I saw them play in Philly, too, and a friend of mine introduced me to Mike, and uh, he was really cool. And I had him flip me off because my friend Tyler really likes yeah, when people yeah, flip him yeah. off. So I sent him a photo of my I, th- I thought that He's was very you happy that, about it.
0: that took that photo, but I wasn't sure if it was you or Tyler. Yeah. Uh, that's great. What was <laughs> his
1: reaction? Oh, he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I felt I hate. I don't like to be like, <laughs> hey, can you like can can you flip take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flip he, off the camera from my friend. <laughs> he did it in conversation pretty casually. Maybe he gets it a lot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening. (laughs) He gets it a lot, (laughs) (laughs) Mike. If you're listening, thanks for that. I'm sure you're not listening. (laughs) Um, what else we
0: got? Um, I take notes because I'm a dork. I got the same. Let me uh, look at mine. Um,
1: oh, (laughs) very important note. These songs seem really fun to play. Like, oh, for sure. They look like they're having a good time when they do it. They're kind of like. They're like head bob- bobbing. Like, yeah, you get into, it, into yeah.
0: it. That makes sense. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, from a lot of bands that this band kind of spun off, not even their own related projects, but bands that took influence from them in this record specifically. Yeah. Um, I think that's just like when you're getting in the the mathy sort of vibe, you're just kind of grooving you're feeling it. That's like part of it, man. Yeah.
1: That's That's why I guess a lot of it is instrumental and less vocal. Right. Yeah. because like, like you're focused.
0: Yeah, I like I like the like the long stretches of instrumentation like in what's it called stay home? Stay home. Yeah. Stay home. Um I like those are like my favorite parts of the record. Not that I dislike the vocals, but I don't know, it's just like cool. Um I, and I even read that a couple of the songs weren't even finished by the time I went into the studio. Oh, really? Yeah, and That's apparently cool. they just sort of like figured it out there in the moment too. That's a fun way to do it. Yeah, and it and it, it makes <laughs> sense, but like it's also very intentional the way it comes out you know for what I sure mean? Yeah. yeah and i think even like you were saying just
1: kind of long stretches of of like instrumentation i think the end of uh uh summer ends or whatever the one we were talking yeah, about yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. yeah i think the end of that they do the same measure for like three and a half minutes they just yeah. keep repeating it and it's so cool and it gets you into like a trance almost
0: i know i was noticing that i was like driving around in traffic earlier today and i was like stuck at a red light or something and I think it was during that part and it was just like I felt like I hadn't moved in forever it was really weird you're really
1: like aware of it
0: yeah Um but uh oh, man I was about to say something else and I can't even remember
1: I found the one that ends the album it's called the one with the Wurlitzer and there's one called the one with the tambourine on the EP so I don't know oh, if that's, that's like, like, like a fun like a friend thing where it's like the one where Joey buys a duck or like <laughs> yeah. so here's the one with the Wurlitzer here's a little bit of that one little bit more trumpet there's trumpet i promise
0: oh yeah i believe it have you ever listened to the deluxe version of the record i haven't another have i apparently it has like twice as many songs a lot of like alternate takes and Some demos, demos and, stuff. and stuff yeah yeah,
1: but yeah i think this no, is a, a cool like trumpet. cool kind of like melancholy way to end the album because it's yeah, it, it goes through moments of like super summery and happy and bright. How,
0: l- how long is this one? This
1: one's like two and a half, I think.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah. All right, that's cool though. That, it Probably seems like a good, like you said, album. like melancholy, like mm-hmm. like fade out sort of thing. Yeah. Um, another cool uh, fact I read, other than kind of winging it in the studio, was that I guess they didn't have a PA when they practiced. Oh, cool. So that some of the band members didn't even know the. <laughs> Lyrics until yeah. they played live, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess they didn't the share it yeah. with each other. The um, vocals
1: weren't a super important part, I guess. I mean, they were yeah. important, but, like, if you don't have a PA, you can't focus on them that L- much.
0: Live, are they more pronounced, um,
2: would you say?
1: In certain songs, it's kind of like, like, in Meant," they literally kind of, like, follow the, like, that's the poppiest song of theirs. I right. think they kind of follow the music a little more, whereas in other ones, they're just kind of slipped in a little bit. Okay. Does that make any sense? Does that answer well, your question? Well, I was more, <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of yeah. uh, is it more? Is it are the vocals more audible live? I guess. Yes, yeah, okay. they're more audible. That makes sense. Yes, I feel like a lot of bands do that. I, they're you know better musicians now, totally, and have a better understanding about how they want to sound probably mm-hmm. too. So that's you know their best version of it, totally. Where there might not match up to how it sounds on the record or whatever, yeah. but
1: yeah, I saw. I don't know. I've seen Mike. Played various instruments like in Owls, he plays drums, and he used to play drums in like cap and Jazz and stuff. Yeah, and then he plays guitar in Owen and American Fo- He's just like he kills it at everything, he, he's so good at both instruments. Have you seen all the bands? <sighs> I've seen Joan of Arc, I've seen Just Tim, I've seen Just Mike, I've seen Owls, I've seen American Football. That's it, I think.
0: You have seen, oh have you seen Owen or is that oh, see, oh yeah the when you say Mike, Mike that's yeah, okay. I've seen
1: Owen every time he's ever been around I think well
0: and then Captain Jazz I, don't I haven't seen they, captain Jazz
1: but they do reunions every now and again do they yeah it,
0: are they like a riot fest band yes, probably or exactly. something to that effect because they're from Chicago, Illinois right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um that's cool yeah um I appreciate I, I appreciate American football more than I think I like them and I think that their <laughs> place in like emo and just, like, alternative music history is important.
1: It definitely, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, I don't want to say they created a genre, but they definitely had a
0: huge footprint in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I don't even know what emo quote-unquote would sound like, you know, if it weren't for bands like them for sure
1: i feel like they added a little bit of like a softer tinge whereas emo used to be kind of like rites of spring and yeah. things like, like dc bands and that yeah. kind of thing which will you know we'll do those kind of bands too but yeah like, and they
0: definitely had more of like those bands had more of like an edge to them that wasn't necessarily didn't have like more mass appeal in, yeah. a, in the way that american football kind of does in and a way
1: cap and jazz kind of had that same thing too yeah you know? true oh man they're very noodly. Yeah. yeah but they were also screamy and all that kind of stuff you know yeah. they, they had that that kind of thing going on um but I don't know. I feel like this is one of those bands that people will always continually buy the record to. It's like a new yeah. wave of kids are always going to discover the next American football or the original American football record.
0: And has it been reissued a lot? Probably. It's always It always just seems readily available. Yeah, for um, sure. It's in every record Like shop. one version of it or another is like always sealed, mm-hmm. like five copies of it at the shop. You know what I mean? Have you
1: ever ordered from Polyvinyl's like distro online?
0: Dude, I feel like maybe I have once, but I can't remember what it was. Have I think you... you'd
1: remember it. There's something that, you... something that comes in the mail with the record.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say they're like notorious for having like bad experiences. Oh, or no, something. they're great. Um They give you they give you an airhead with all oh, of your records. Cool. It's awesome. What flavor did you get last time? I think grape
1: most recently. I ordered like right. an of Montreal record or something. Okay, cool, <laughs> yeah. cool, cool. Um Oh, they American football when they first got back together did one of those um things for um the av club where they do like the covers the covers yeah. i like those they did allison by elvis costello oh it's really cool. that's cool yeah it's i'll good, have to check that it's out pretty straightforward the instrumentation is about the same but it sounds really cool is it were they three piece or four piece good question i'm gonna say four but i don't know
0: right that's cool yeah um, i like those uh you know undercover sessions a lot that's what they're called undercover. yeah, yeah. Undercover. i couldn't think of the name yeah, yeah. that's a good one um
1: yeah I, I think that's kind of about all I've it. got to say. Yeah, me too. Except for, did you ever play Emo Game back in the day? Oh,
0: I did. Did you? American you play as Mike, don't you? Or...
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Is it in it? There's the song might, in
0: it or something? Five
1: Silent Miles by American Football is one of the songs. Is it one I of re- the songs. I remember that was probably before I knew who they were, but then I heard the song, and I was like, oh, cool. I, I recognize that. Dude, I
0: think I like purposely sought out bands based on that game, which oh. is crazy. Like, I had heard of some of them, but like... I don't even know if it was until, like years later, that I recognized the background song. as that Hot Water Music song? Th- that was gonna be my example too. Yeah, so yeah. In the In
1: the Alkaline Trio, it goes to hell to to have sex with Rose McGowan or whatever the the plot is of don't that they, one.
0: Is that the Bush one? Oh, George there's Bush a Bush one. That's
1: two point five. I think one point five is Alkaline Trio. But in the background of all the fight scenes is the the Sense by Hot Water Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like embedded in my brain. Concept. I can
0: hear it as I'm saying the words. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So the American football song's in the original one, um, in the original emo game. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Emo Shout out to emo game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was done
1: by like Starving Eyes or something like that. It had, I think they had name like, of the company. It had everybody in it. It dude. was awesome. Yeah. It had Chris Conley. Uh, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was like a virgin. That was his superpower. Or something. Yep.
0: You had uh, Chris Caraba, You had. Je- was it Jeff Rickley in it I feel like yeah. he might have been in he was two in,
1: he, his thing was the morning dove and like yeah. the, the Thursday dove would
0: come in um, it could be the dude from at the drive in and the, like the half scissors yeah. would show up like, and sig- stuff. Oh, the one arm yeah, on scissor, the one on scissor. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one with Jeremy from was he
1: from Sunny Day Real Estate or something like that
0: maybe that might be the first one too yeah. the, some of
1: them are really long like one and two the full email games you have to go around and find like puzzle pieces and stuff dude, for and you Jennifer Love
0: Hewitt and it's not like you could stop no you I feel like straight through I feel like it takes you probably at least like three hours to beat the original emo game which, which is I've done several times Same. and <laughs> I'm probably, probably gonna do it after <laughs> I might work. play it tonight <laughs> it's so fun um yeah we'll, I mean we'll, that, wrap of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll wrap it up on emo game we'll wrap it up on emo game we'll sidebar uh, that's kind of it for American football I guess yeah Tra- um, transitions really nicely into the movie. Keeping with the theme, football <laughs> baby, Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Which I have a theory I was just inter- say, regarding this movie, but don't we don't have to get into spot. it. Right, we don't have to get into it right away. Um, I got a lot of notes on this one. This movie has Same. a special place in my heart. Well, should we talk about what movies we've seen? We yeah, sure. Too? All right, let's well, do it. What, what other movies have you seen lately? Bring up my letterbox. I watched
1: Empire Records last night. Didn't care for it. Had
0: never seen it before. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know why when you said that, even though we talked about it earlier, I thought that you meant the uh, the Tom Hanks one where no, he's like a the captain, the Terrence Howard TV show. What is that one called? Vinyl? Is that something with records? The too? new one that just came out like two years ago? No, it's got like five or so seasons or something. Either way, I don't know. Oh. It's about like soul music and stuff. I Terrence Howard's nothing. like a record producer. I don't know. Sounds cool. Either way, uh, <laughs> I'll watch it while I, I play emo game. <laughs> <laughs> two screens <laughs> um but uh yeah this oh sorry we were talking about what we'd seen yeah you're good i uh, what have we, what have you seen you're so i
1: haven't seen anything new recently i watched the brady bunch movie and a very brady sequel which are super fun mm-hmm. after the movie we're doing we said it, we said varsity blues already right
0: yeah yeah if, I not, we I just, if not i just we're doing
1: varsity blues doing varsity blues leaked it to the masses <laughs> uh i had to go out and watch another teen comedy the new guy Okay. Which which I love. Yeah. Eliza Dishkew, Henry Rollins, Jermaine Dupree, Vanilla Ice, uh, Buck Cherry. It's got like a. Wait, Buck Cherry's on the soundtrack
2: or Buck Buck Cherry the Man in the film?
0: (laughs) Is it the singer? Yeah. Buck Cherry the Band?
1: I think. it might not have I didn't be know he had any acting it. credits. <laughs> He's got some chops, dude. <laughs> um, so nothing good. Uh, what have you seen lately? I feel I like you, you've probably got a little bit.
0: I, well, I the last three movies I saw were Harun Kumar, Escape from Guantanamo Bay, freshly on Netflix. So I see. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not good.
1: The worst of the three. Oh no, that's the second one. I think oh, so, no. Isn't the Chris?
0: <laughs> isn't the Christmas one the third one? Oh, I have right. no There's idea. No, I have The original
1: one's the only one that I've actually put any thought into. I don't
0: even know if I've seen all three. So I've either seen one and two or one and three. I don't think I've seen the Christmas one, wherever that falls. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was a 3D Christmas movie, I think, too, wasn't um, it? It was something weird. That would explain the three, probably. You know how movies like to do that. They like, sure do. Well, it's the third one, so we'll call it 3D. Sorry like, if you uh, guys can hear all my
1: lip smacking. I made some <laughs> Mai Tais and I'm <laughs> sipping on it. It's
0: <laughs> delicious. Um,. But, uh, so I saw that I saw yesterday I watched Kung Pao and the fist, a classic, um, pretty good. Still holds up. I think I saw that movie twice in theaters when it was out too. And it was only in theaters in my area for about like four weeks. I, th- I would think I was like 16 or 17 and I saw that. Then the next week I saw orange County. And then the next week I saw Kung Pao again, and then the next week I saw Orange County again. That is, <laughs> which quite is like the lineup. Oh, what a waste of a month of my life at sixteen. Wait, you don't like Orange County? No, it's good though. Okay, I good. Like <laughs> another, another MTV Productions movie. I'm oh pretty yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, and then the other day I saw Solo. The Han Oh, movie. right. It was pretty Which good. Is, yeah, you yeah, said it was fi- fine. It's fine. Um, a little safe. I mean, I, the thing I said is kind of like what everybody is saying now, I guess. Not that they stole it from me, but I don't really read movie reviews too often, but uh, uh, the general consensus is that, you know, not necessarily a movie, well, for me, not necessarily a movie that needed to be made, but it reminds me of like when I was a kid, I would go to the library and get all those Star Wars paperbacks. I don't remember any of them, <laughs> but I probably read like maybe like 10 or so back then. And there are that many? Dude, there's like I don't know. Are they all canon? No, not okay. anymore. That's the thing, like when the new trilogy came out, oh, they just like Force Awakens and everything. stuff, they were like, the only canon is movies basically. And hmm. maybe the Clone Wars TV, sh- like cartoon. Okay. Um, but, uh, that's tricky. Yeah. That's like a bummer kind of, I don't even know <laughs> if the books were ever considered canon. Cause it was like a lot of different people were involved with them. Probably. I see. But, uh, but they yeah. Got so the rights solo to do it. Yeah. True. Solo, it's kind of like one of those. Mm-hmm. It's just like a little offshoot story. Like I don't, know. I don't really need to know where Han Solo comes from. It kind of takes away from some of his like character to me. But either way, well, I won't get into that, but it was I still had hey, fun. It was good. If you want like, get into it. I think I know. <laughs> like it was cool uh, to see a movie more Chewbacca I mm-hmm. liked that. That was cool. Cool. Um yeah, I mean I would recommend it seen big, at least once big chewy fan big chew, big big <laughs> chew head big chew head. is that the proper term <laughs> i know it just sounds like i like like chewing tobacco big chew um big league chew so let's hop right in
1: varsity right. blues and mtv and paramount productions paramount
0: pictures productions is it it's also an mtv production oh yeah that makes sense um makes a lot of sense let's talk about the poster <laughs> you know that truck is not in this movie at all
1: what about when the fat Dude sits on the back of the truck. That's
0: not, his tr- that's not the same truck. Different truck? The truck on the poster is like, I don't even know what it is, but it, it I think it's like old Ford probably, but it reminds me of like my grandpa's truck. It's got the big white stripe in the middle. Oh, I
1: love the white stripes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's got the big solid white stripe in the middle. I think the top and the bottom are both like dark blue, but Billy Bob's truck in the movie yeah. is solid blue and it has the num- his number 69 on the door. <laughs> On both doors, and then like one door says Billy Bob in script, <laughs> and the other one says Bacon, the name of his pig. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I don't, we'll, we'll get to that scene. In a little bit. <laughs> we'll that get to that. Was wild. I feel like Mike didn't like this movie very much. Is that true? It was not my favorite.
1: <laughs> there was a scene when the coach called him William Robert that I thought was really funny instead of Billy Bob. He oh, called that, him that William was pretty Robert. good. What
0: well, well, we don't know his last name unless it's Robert. Oh, um, another theory, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but I was just gonna say that. This is probably my first time watching this movie in like fifteen years. Same, at least I saw it in the theater, and it was probably the first R-rated movie I saw without a parent <laughs> in the theater. I went with like my best friend at the time, and like his friend that lived down the street that we knew he was like an older kid. Yeah. Uh, and boy, oh, boy! <laughs> it's pretty
1: rated R. Like it's language-wise, it's very rated it's R. Very
0: R. There's a lot of f bombs in it.
1: Um, the party scenes are. So extravagant.
0: There's a mean? lot. So like there's unreal. like a handful of nudity too. Oh yeah, there um, is, isn't like there? Like they go to the strip club. Yep. Yeah.
1: We'll, Forgot about we'll that. we to that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm surprised explosions in the sky didn't do the soundtrack for this
0: movie.
1: Wait, why? Because they do all the soundtracks for like Friday night lights and all that stuff. Oh, do they? Yeah. This
0: like predates Friday night lights, right? For sure. Yeah. Uh, it I've, just seems I've like never seen Friday night lights, the movie or the show. But okay. I've been told I need to watch the show. So here's the
1: intro. Um, I'm going to do a thing where I'm just going to take the the audio of the first thing that's said in every movie we have, and I'm just going to play it, and in this one, it feels like explosions in the sky should be playing behind
0: it. Ah, that, like, really hard speech. Here we go. In America, we have laws. Laws against killing. Laws against stealing. And it's just accepted that as a member of American society, you will live by these laws.
2: In West Canaan, Texas, there is another society, which has its own laws.
0: Football is a way of life. That's me as a kid playing ball with my best friends. I'm Jonathan Moxon, but most people call me Mox. Football's a way of life. <laughs> yeah, sure is. It's literally it's how I live. It's John Voigt's life, that's for sure. <laughs> oh man. He goes,
1: I didn't realize he was gonna be the bad guy.
0: Dude, he's like maybe the scummiest football coach on film ever. Yeah. It's up there. He's like a true asshole. It's crazy. Um I have a theory about this movie. Okay. Uh and it's that James Vanderbeek's character mocks. Is basically Nick Foles, baby. And I, I can't put any holes in this theory. It's true. He's the backup QB. Uh, <laughs> brings the team to glory. Lance Harbor gets injured. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. R.I.P. Uh, please, R.I.P. And then there's a scene where they basically do the Philly special, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> Can we do a quick moment of silence for Paul Walker? Thank you. I love Paul Walker. His, like... uh entrance in this movie is so dramatic it's crazy so in the beginning they have the whole like speech about football and then i can't remember if it jumps right into this part or not but it's like everybody like all the guys are picking each other up one by one get ready to go to practice or whatever right when they pick up paul walker it's like a fisheye camera on him and and his family has a gigantic billboard with him on it in their front yard
1: there's a scene of them like raising it up in the beginning yeah and then there's a scene later in the movie of them raising up the one for For james Vander for mox yeah
0: Yeah. oh man (laughs) this movie is i don't know (laughs) (laughs) paul walker's dad is a a bad dad also like he's just a jerk oh yeah He's like so, always trying to one up everybody. Well, the other dad, like uh Mox's
1: dad's kind of a weirdo too where he's like pushing yeah. his kid in a weird way.
0: He's like a, his dad's a little bit of like a wimp, but he gets like he gets like the whole like well, I wasn't good at this thing, so right. I'm going to make sure that you are. And I'm gonna live vicariously through you, whether it's what, whether you want to do or not. You but know, Mox I mean? just doesn't want to live that life. Mox doesn't you know? want that, dude. But then he quickly does want that. He's like always reading Slaughterhouse Five behind Damn the it. playbook. I was
1: gonna quiz you. I had quiz. <laughs> I had five questions, and you've hit on oh, all of them already. Have I really? <laughs> I think oh, man. so. Sorry, that's okay. Uh, that segment's done. <laughs>
0: the the beginnings. That segment's done before <laughs> it even started. The uh, the the Mox intro. I feel like when he's laying on his bed. He's like laying, and I can't, you know, if this was a visual podcast, I wish I could show you, but he's got arms crossed, but in such a weird way, like where both of his hands are going away from his face, but he's looking at a photo of him and his friends Mm -hmm. in their football gear as kids, and then the other (laughs) hand, but like far away from his face, he's holding Slaughterhouse-Five open.
1: Which only comes up one other time. It's like in the playbook, he's reading Slaughterhouse-Five, and then it's done for the rest of the movie. I thought it was going to be like...
0: Well, no, John Voigt grabs it from him when they're walking under the bleachers mm-hmm. at one point and throws it. Oh, I guess yeah. that ends it then. I may have yeah. missed that, but... And then he never found his book. Again. I thought it was going
1: to be like the crux of the movie. Like, they were foreshadowing it. I thought it was going to be like, he's got the secret plays in there or something. Oh, that he like... His Wait, in the playbook? Plays, his oh. oop-de-oop plays or whatever. The pl- <laughs> I hate the oop-de-oop. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Philly special. Uh, uh,
0: I, oh, true. I hate that it's called that, though. <laughs> um, but uh, he... Uh, what you, so you're saying that you think that he somehow got... Information no, from Slaughterhouse <laughs> Five and translate it to a football no, play. <laughs> no.
1: I was saying I thought the book was gonna hold more importance where I no, thought he was true. gonna have like special like he was in bed studying the plays. He had it inside the playbook at one point. It was gonna have like his special plays in it or
0: whatever. There's kind of a lot of like moments like that though where there's an idea that should lead to a bigger, uh, more important aspect of the story, but it doesn't. And it's quickly abandoned. Like the the one dude, I think he's the running back, he uh like there's the racist yeah. angle with him and that kind of doesn't really go anywhere. He just finally gets his day in the sun at he the just, end. He just yeah, he runs that touchdown, I guess in the final game, doesn't well he? Deserved. Or he gets the whatever. First down or whatever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he clear, gets a first clear, down or whatever. Clearly we, we, you Move know the what chains. we're talking about. <laughs>
0: but uh but he's like super thankful, but um and then after that he just gets hurt, which yeah. is a
1: bummer. There were Oh, man. There were scenes of them, like, shooting up people's knees or, like, draining their knees or putting cortisol in their, in their knees yeah. whatever. At one point, they closed the door as they're shooting up Paul Walker's knee with cortisone, and it just said COURAGE on the door. <laughs> <Did it? laughs> like, really big letters, COURAGE.
2: Uh,
0: that that's, fun. like, a heavy scene, too. Yeah. Um, what, oh, the uh, one at the end? Yeah. Oh, like, my God. They're getting in John Voight's face. They straight up just you're not the coach anymore <laughs> yeah they're like we're not going you're not gonna shoot that stuff in his leg man and we're not going back out there with you like
1: but, but where was paul walker like the rest of the season
0: he came he in for late up
1: oh yeah true he, i don't know he only came he back
0: after well when they go to the strip club because <laughs> he says the mox he's like you're the only one that visited me in the hospital yeah thanks for bringing me out or whatever i guess maybe he was just kind of like you know just, just down being sad at home yeah. and stuff
1: and then, he, pretty severe. He tore everything and wasn't allowed to play for a year and a half. Wild, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. What an insane injury! I they, know. Don't they like ask the the uh, the medic or or the guy at the the yeah. hospital like how long he's gonna be out yeah he's like 18 months or something yeah he's crazy like, if like he that. can never play again yeah, <laughs> yeah. So was well, like oh my god all right and it
1: was all billy bob's fault oh my god <laughs> billy bob i so billy bob's the same guy that plays reggie ray in not another team movie it's which the is same his character. character from this movie correct yeah he's that- making fun of himself and i can only see him as reggie ray was like coach says it's all right when i'm bleeding from the ear it's like that whole <laughs> thing where it's like he's gonna play
0: through anything that was kind of That might be one of the only cases of someone spoofing their own character. So there's a kid
1: in this movie who I think is also in Not Another Teen Movie. He's one of the kids that's like the nerdy kids with Mitch, if you know what I'm talking about. Like the girl's little brother and his other friends. I don't know. Oh wait, I think is his, his just little like a brother's name Kyle? You talking Maybe. about the kid, the weird kid? No, the kid who's like a spiritual and that's, was a that's, gi and that's stuff. That's Mox's little brother, isn't it? Yeah, Maybe. no, I'm, I'm talking about the little brother from not another Teen oh, movie. Okay. Is like it, he like answers a question in class in this movie. I didn't do any research. So that's probably fair. Not true. I mean, there's
0: a lot of like actors like those from this era that like bleed into other stuff.
1: There's a young Jesse Plemons in this movie too at who's, the at the outdoor scene, uh, the, like barbecue scene. Jesse, Jesse Plemons is in like uh, other people. He's like a UCB guy. He's in some stuff now. I probably um, recognize him when I saw him. Looks kind of like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman a little bit.
0: Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like a
1: really little kid in this yeah. movie. I think it was like his second movie. Oh, <laughs> oh, So sweet. <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, a little Jesse.
0: Um, what else do I got? There's, I got some,
1: there's some problematic stuff where uh, that one dude who like steals the cop car when he's drinking and stuff says, Twitter. She broke my heart, so I broke her jaw. And he says it, like, as a joke. I I did not catch that. That's
0: rough. And then when he's riding up with the cop car, it's just him in the car. But then when he starts talking to Mox, he has, like, three girls in the car all of a sudden, too. That's kind of weird. they're all naked or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, give me your coat. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's like, take my coat. I don't want to go with you.
1: Okay. You might know this. Was Amy Smart Paul Walker's little sister in this movie? She's um, part of that family kind of she, Oh yeah, she's definitely
0: his sister. I don't know of what the age difference is supposed to be. And i not don't, don't, don't It know. was a sister though. It wasn't oh, like a, yeah. Okay, cuz I don't know. She
1: appeared with that family at certain parts where it was like, "Oh, maybe it's a friend or a cousin," but it was oh, his, it was sister.
0: I I assume so, they yeah. don't really give us anything to make us think otherwise. She Amy Smart, I feel like we're going to end up seeing more of her throughout I hope the so. course of this podcast because she was like a big Actress uh, in this, yeah. uh, you know, field of movie at this time. For Road sure. trip, rat race. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the, I think maybe the last thing I ever saw her in was like the Crank movies. Oh, but she's not. She doesn't seem like she's in much anymore. I don't no, know.
1: I don't know that she does a whole lot. Yeah, you're yeah. Right.
0: Um, but she's killing it.
1: Um, oh, there was a pep rally scene that was just exactly like my high school. We would have a, a pep rally every Friday for our football game, and it would just be like the football players would go up and be like. Oh man, we're gonna win we're gonna beat him. And then everyone would like erupt. <laughs> yeah. It was like, all right, now you go back to class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So Thanks for bananas. taking an hour of my time.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, for sure. I wanted to be learning during that time. <laughs> <laughs> um But uh Tweeter is also like a basically a pill stasher. Fiend. <laughs> a pill fiend.
1: Oh yeah, there's the one scene where he's just like
0: Giving out pills. Paul Walker, yeah, Paul Walker's like, Hey, I need, it's acting up again. Can, you got any more of that stuff? Or something to that effect. And then Twitter's like, Yeah, just keep the whole bottle. Where does he yeah. where's he getting this
1: stuff? I don't know.
0: Um Kill we, your
1: your local neighborhood ugh, kill your local neighborhood <laughs> pill pusher and oh. say that three times fast.
0: <laughs> um This movie also this is, this is a note I have. I just wrote Ally Larder Old <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> she looks a little old in this movie. I found out she was only 23 when the they made this movie. Billy Bob
1: was 29.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> was he was probably the oldest one in the cast. I think that like she looks old. Um Vanderbeek looks a little old. Their uh, their accents are all really bad. They're crazy. Like wow. Like they're just trying mad hard to be like Southerners. Where
1: are they from? <laughs> have no we clue. got some Louisiana accents, <laughs> we got some Savannah <laughs> accents.
0: <laughs> what's the, what's the team the the West the West Canyon. Oh yes, coyotes. See, how see would they ha- only say coyotes.
1: How would you spell canyon?
0: Is it canyon? Yeah. Well, they, how how do it they spell C-A-N-A-N, it
1: C A N A A N. I'm pretty sure. That's, That's what I thought. On. Is that oh. supposed
0: to be canyon? Is that how they said it out loud? I think they said canyon or cannon. Can- canyon. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't care for it. And and when they all uh run out on the field they scream like, Go coyotes. Like yeah, there's right, not right. one person in that crowd going, Coyotes yeah. <laughs> Get out of town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was strange that they were having their first sex ed class in high school as like seniors. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's kind of stuff of like you a, have in like seventh grade. That's like
0: a middle school thing for sure. You've got to learn early. <laughs> well, and then that leads into the strip club Which scene. Which you alluded to earlier. <laughs> they find out their teacher. I can't remember her name. Miss Davis. I can't remember her name. I don't
1: know. But they made a reference earlier like, oh, man, how's she paying for that car? She's got a really nice yeah. car. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out. She's, she's moonlighting. Got a second job. <laughs>
0: And she's stripping. And she comes out the hot for teacher, which is oh, very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and she says something
1: like, Hey, I know you guys probably don't remember what, would, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. just don't tell anybody. They were like, We're not going to tell anybody.
0: And, and then, then Billy Bob's like, Will you go to prom with me? <laughs> yeah, that's That's the stuff that killed me. I was like, Oh, <laughs> that kind man. of stuff. Yeah. Um, they're also just all like, everyone in this town supports underage drinking. Oh, it's just texas when, <laughs> just yeah. chalking up his 90s texas when uh when Vanderbeek, or when mox uh is like walking around town before tweeter pulls up in the stolen cop car uh he just like goes to like a convenience store and tries to get like a coke oh yeah a, or something and then the and then the dude the old dude working there's like nah he gives him like a six pack yep what is like, dude, I still can I still have the Coke too? <laughs> <laughs> like No, I just want the six pack,
1: thank you. And then he just you read just, my mind.
0: And then he just like walks home, which yeah. seems kind of far. I was I would imagine it, everything in rural Texas is spread out. And then just kills the six pack along the way. Stops at his girlfriend's house. <laughs> yep. She's like, I feel like that was the beginning of when she gets kind of mad at him almost because yeah. the fame's getting to his head. He, It really took one game for him to <laughs> lose his True. Trip. Well, he has like a history of being a terrible quarterback. His yeah. dad was bad. The only reason he's on the team is because his bad. dad played. But I think the
1: coach really just had beef with him. I don't think he was a particularly bad quarterback like... He clearly I proved he himself. Just him
0: ne- didn't ever give him his time.
1: There's a scene where his like his out when the other team was distracting him was with to like hit the mascot in the face with a football. That was a, they he was like, well, the clock's the clock's not stopping. How do we get the clock to stop? Kill the clock. Just kill the mascot. Like, And then his dad, he had done a thing where his dad put a beer can on his head and asked him to knock it off his head. And he hit his dad in the face. And as he hit the mascot, his dad like grabbed his nose, like, "Oh, maybe he did that on purpose." There was a little moment there where the dad oh, like had a realization. Yeah, I didn't
0: really think about that. Like, uh, someone,
1: someone I was watching with pointed it out. I'm not that. that smart. That's
0: weird. Like, oh, he hit, he hit the mascot <laughs> intentionally, just like he hit me intentionally. That Another was thing that like? didn't pay off. I right. thought there was going to be
1: like more of a father son
0: thing. A weird thing in this movie too, I think, is that every can of beer in this movie says beer on it. In, oh, really, it, except for Lone Star. There's like a, there's like a lone like the Lone Star logos in there, yeah. but every other can of beer in this movie just says beer on it, like Repo Man or something. Huh? It's weird. Um, is that a thing with Repo Man specifically? Just says beer. Oh yeah. Oh, um,
1: I haven't seen it in a while.
0: Really? Yeah. But. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so I thought that was, like, a weird choice. That is kind of weird. Because maybe they just blew all their money on the soundtrack of this movie, (laughs) which is, like, incredible. Every
1: time a play happens in that final game, they play (laughs) the—they play the Foo Fighters My Hero, like, (laughs) a bunch in that last game. Mike
0: had to point that out to me earlier. Uh, It's, like, three or four times. Yeah, I I read, like, a review on Letterboxd that said something to the effect of, like, uh, it um, was—they play My Hero— five times in this movie. I can't believe it's so stupid or something like that. And I was like, I don't remember it in the
1: end to me. It was like, they play this song every time there's a down, every time they hike (laughs) the ball, here we go. Every time it goes into slow mo. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, man, that, that other team they play in that final game celebrates so lavishly. They, they have, like, a touchdown. The one dude's doing, like, breakdancing. The team is, like, dude. disrupting the field and <laughs> running around.
0: I had that note. I wrote, everyone on Gilroy is hyper-athletic. <laughs> yeah, and they're, like, so emotional. Because they're all doing, like, backflips and, like, yeah. breakdancing and stuff. I'm like, yeah, wow, you guys... You don't need to be playing football. You got all this other stuff going for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's some fun side notes that I found. Uh, Paul Walker actually broke his leg during filming. Uh,
0: wow, isn't that a bummer? I wonder if it was the scene, like the scene where yeah, his character it, break, is it'd, it'd a-
1: be a bummer if it wasn't. You know, you'd <laughs> want to use the one for his leg.
0: <laughs> Uh, just on like a b-roll look. like yeah I don't paul know. walker's hair is pretty like 1999 it's in this movie good. also it was very like uh justin timberlake from that for time sure. too like really <laughs> curly really wavy really blonde <laughs> really blonde <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: i also saw that joshua jackson was considered for Mox, oh, so we could have had a, a different dawson's crew we could have had pacey <laughs> or percy <laughs> I think Pacey is Pacey. Right. It's <laughs> Percy. <laughs> Percy sounds like an, another
0: thing. <laughs> a big Dawson's Creek uh, connection there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Should have had um, Katie Holmes as
1: uh, Amy Smart. True. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> Missed um, opportunity.
0: I wrote, there's a couple things in here that I wanted to touch on. Well, oh, back to the if Allie Lauder is old part. Um, this movie has the infamous whipped cream bikini yes which which also makes me think of not another not teen, another movie, teen movie that's like another thing like w- i connect that more with not another teen movie than i do this movie
1: thought i'd give you a little banana split <laughs>
0: <laughs> man how far is chris evans gone but uh all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> <laughs> um so that's like i also read that it was shaving cream oh because like whipped cream would just kind of melt melts, or basically or like doesn't hold in the place yeah. really that checks out um, I don't use shaving cream a whole lot, but true. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, th- don't they like hug or get close, and then suddenly in the next scene, there's no cream on his oh, clothes. True, <laughs> that's tricky. Um, <laughs> right where it's pretty, like, very impressive. Yeah, it's good control. <laughs> um, I also wrote that. Like, this movie has the trope of, like, people having sex on a dryer or a washing machine. (laughs) Always. (laughs) For her. her That's, like, a big thing in, like, teen comedies, I guess. at the party. And then... There was
1: a dude who put salt in his beer at the party.
0: Oh, yeah. What was that? There's also, I think, a part where... Yeah, so there's a guy that puts salt in his beer at the party, and then there's the older guy mm-hmm. um, that always is hanging out with the dads, puts salt in his beer at the bar. Maybe that's too. what I was thinking of then. I, maybe yeah, it's only that's, the that's one. That's what I was But either of way, it. that's yeah. kind of weird. And I was like, is that like a thing? Yeah. Have you uh, ever maybe, done that? <laughs> I've never tried it. I'll try it later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I also have a note here. They stayed at the strip club for nine hours. That, it's they like, must be filthy
0: rich. Teenagers. I didn't really. Is that like a thing they, that they say? Or did they make you it just a like point, clock the time? They say, well, yeah, I clocked it. You <laughs> know. It's
2: like
1: watching in the background for a clock. No, they said something like, it's 10 p.m. or something like that. Then they come out in the morning, it's like, they're like, it's 7 a.m. They, yeah, they
2: explicitly dude. say it. That's
1: crazy.
0: That's, That's so crazy. long. Are strip clubs even open that long? Are they 24 hours? I've um, maybe never Texas. been. Maybe in Texas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know. They oh back to everybody supporting underage drinking in this town. They just get into the strip club and they just that's it. Drink everything and good to go. Yeah, <laughs> like things are different back. It's then. It's wild. Um, they are much closer to their teacher because of it <laughs> too. Another teen drinking scene is
1: when Billy Bob's on the back of his truck, yeah, chugging yeah. some liquor, sh- shooting
0: trophies with a shotgun. That's a dark scene, man. I thought he was gonna. I thought he'd kill himself. I think that's what. Yeah, it's You're like, supposed to. That's like the darkest point in the movie, probably. He's like, yeah hey,
2: Bob, you're too stupid.
0: You're too fat. You'll never amount to nothing. Right. And then he's like just blowing up all his trophies. But then he shoots the coach's portrait from like 50 yards with a shotgun Mox blast. does, and, yeah. they,
1: and they show it close up, and it's just like one perfect blast to his face. It's like that would
0: never happen. It also... That's splitting it, hairs, I know. It but. also Yeah, I know. It also looked like underneath that poster, there was another poster Oh, of the same case. thing because yeah. when it blows away, there's still John Voight face underneath <laughs> the blown apart part That's of hilarious. it. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, that scene is you know something. Um, I took
1: some notes here too. Um, Chet McNerdy and Gilroy are some names in this movie. <laughs> what are these names? Wait,
0: where's Chet McNerdy? I from? don't know who Chet McNerdy is, but Gilroy I, is the other team,
1: right, That they play at the end, right? And Chet McNerdy was like one of the townspeople I think <laughs> I just thought I heard them like pretty closely in succession and I was like I need to write this down Chet
0: is a good name I can't think I can't hear that without thinking of um isn't it uh Steve Buscemi's character and Barton Fink's name is Chet the Ooh. bell he's like the bellboy I haven't seen that movie in like 10 years yeah maybe. that's like what I always connect the name Chet to <laughs> um but uh oh let's talk about Mox's little brother Kyle okay yeah he's like in karate gi at he's the in barbecue and sunglasses. Quote
1: unquote. He's very spiritual. Very spiritual. <laughs> I read
0: that. And then at the end he starts a cult. Oh yeah. But then in between when Mox is going to buy condoms uh-huh. and he's like first off, he's talking to oh, condoms.
1: He's the little kid there. That makes yeah, a lot and of And then sense.
0: he's hanging out, but he's dressed as like a rabbi, yeah. but he alludes to Allah and stuff. Yeah, right. So what's he's the... speaking in like
1: in Islam <laughs> or not in Islam, that's not a language, but he's speaking in like those terms. Yeah. yeah. It's, I just put it together. That was the same kid that makes that. That's like a really a weird
0: throwaway joke too, for this movie. It yeah. makes no sense. It's
1: it's this, it's like, I feel like there are a lot of movies that do that. Like in, um, 500 days of summer, inexplicably, the little sisters are perfect. Like she's a romance expert. Yeah. Someone always movie, has like a weird sibling who's in a movie always like really good at something. Yeah. Inexplicably for no
0: reason. Or super smart. Yes. too. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. There yeah. <laughs> there is a scene in the movie too Where when they were like we don't need a coach And they like had that whole big scene where they take out the coach I feel like they would come out and just lose Immediately like 65 to 7 like oh well That didn't work <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, um, Turns out we kind of need those plays and stuff That coach has yeah, Could have gone very differently yeah, yeah man that part's really heated I kind of like that scene um, Oh that was the best part of the movie for Yeah sure. uh, Like even uh, So isn't it he, He's really mad at them because they're all hung over from the Sherp Club Hmm. Um, and they're at that point, I think the, I can't remember what the score was, but they're down yeah. a substantial amount. Um, and then John Voigt is like super pissed at him. He's like, he like throws Billy Bob out cause Billy Bob's crying. Um, and Billy Bob this whole time has blamed himself for Paul Walker's injury. Um, and
1: <laughs> you hear my something? Like,
0: was that you? That was, <laughs> that was my, my throat as I swallowed a little bit of my tie there. Um, but, uh, what was I? Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. That's I like, didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's really distracting. Oh, uh, Billy Bob gets thrown out, and then John Voigt's like super mad. They're about to inject Paul Walker's leg with whatever. Um, what is it? Cortisone. Cor- shot? I think it's cortisol, cortisone, something yeah, like that. Something yeah, something like that. Um, and everyone's like, no, you. we're not going to let you do that. Have fun doing this without a quarterback. Mock says, and then John Voight assumes tweeter's going to step up to the plate. He's like, no, I'm out too. <laughs> and then John Voigt ends up like choking. Uh, Mox, dude, that was like yeah, that was his tipping point. I was like, he's supposed to be a high schooler too, which <laughs> yeah. is crazy. And John Voight looks like he's like seventy years old in this well, movie. He
1: has it was going to be like his twentieth championship or something like that. Thirty
0: fifth,
1: okay, maybe I underestimated 25th? that one. A yeah, lot. yeah,
2: it was it was up it's, there. It's a lot. Yeah.
1: Um. There's a scene too where they're like, no one can ever take this away. We won this game, and no one can ever take it away. But I'm from a town where they literally stole the Super Bowl from our town in 1929. <laughs> The Pottsville Maroons had their titles. They won like one of the first Super Bowls whatever. And really? And they, they got it stripped from them. For what reasons? I can't remember they exactly They were a for nine hours? And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, the coach was choking all the players. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. I, it's pretty bad of me to be a Pottsville citizen and not know exactly what the reason is. You weren't really alive then. So. I, yeah, I missed it by like <laughs> 60, 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think that's about it. Other than I think we could be the announcers. You'd be the dude in the
0: flannel, and I'd be the other guy. Do you uh, remember what they looked like at all? I remember the one guy; he had like a red hat and like big glasses on. Right, so that would be me. I'm the nerdy, you? the nerdy okay. guy, and, and you'd then, be the cooler guy in the, red, in the in the flannel. In the flannel, I think those the guys are real dude. football announcers. I read too. Oh, really? I don't know their names, but they like weren't actors or something like okay. that. Okay. And then, um, probably would have been better if they. I were could actors. be wrong, but and somebody correct me if I am. But somebody told me that those same guys are also in Friday Night Lights. No way. The show or the movie, or both? Don't know. Huh. Yeah, I'll, re- only I'll seen... report back if I if I watch <laughs> either one. Yeah, it's, I
1: don't think it's a really good really. Yeah. I of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the movie, Friday Night Lights in theaters, kind of underwhelmed, but I think the show is supposed to be a lot better. The show's supposed to be really good, yeah. yeah. And I think the show, oh, I'm just going to keep talking about explosions in the sky, but I think <laughs> they do the... Movies, music, and a band tries to emulate their sound because they, they the were probably show. too expensive for the show right, to right, have it every right.
0: week or whatever. Yeah, so. I remember hearing that too. that yeah. They were involved with one of the one mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah,
1: but um, and now they just score all the big movies. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, real quick on the soundtrack to Varsity Blues. I didn't really look up the track list. You have it? Nope. Or okay, I can, I, I can have you it. You were pulling up something. Um, there's like a couple like really good songs that I that I particularly enjoy in there, like. Nice guys finish last by Green Day. Classic. We I've watched the music video earlier. It's football <laughs> themed. This and and being on the soundtrack does not have any clips from this movie. Missed and I don't, opportunity. I don't know if it was you know how they have the little text in the corner. I don't. I didn't pay attention to see if it said that it was from oh. varsity Blues or if it was well, from it was Nimrod. A, it was
1: probably from Nimrod. There was, was a lot of Nimrod merch and stuff in this yeah,
0: movie, video. Um, and I mean that record probably came out before this movie too. So I mean, maybe it's just coincidence. I don't know. But that's a it's a cool music video. <laughs> Uh, probably the last like remotely punk thing Green Day ever did, unfortunately. <laughs> but um
1: I'll I'll start rattling off some others. Um
0: Dude Nitro by the Offspring. Yeah that's w- a really good one. When that came on I was too. like, Is this
1: the offspring? And then it said on the sub, on the closed captions the offspring plays. And I was like, Yep That's, that's like one of my
0: <laughs> offspring jams too. That's a good
1: one. I know the band Days of the New, but Two Faces. I don't know that song yeah, I didn't don't really remember that one. Fly by Loudmouth. Don't
0: know that one. There was a couple like slow jams too, wasn't there? Yeah, very slow jam. Thunderstruck by (laughs) ACDC. Oh, dude, I feel like that's in like every football movie. I feel like that was in like The Replacements too, probably. 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 Um, I was gonna say, well, no, let's finish talking about the soundtrack first.
1: Run by Collective Soul.
0: That's in the credits.
1: Horror Show by Third Eye Blind. I don't remember that one. Are you ready for the Fallout by Fastball?
0: Oh, I also don't remember that one. That's cool.
1: Stevie Ray Vaughan, The Flaming Hellcats. Okay. That's I mean there's other stuff but I don't I don't know who Sean Camp is on here three times. Well,
0: and then during the final game, you got "My Hero" by Foo Fighters. Of course, of course, which that's, I think this movie probably like popularized using that song for moments like that. <laughs> right, they, they,
1: they, it's been done to
0: death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone's overcoming adversity in slow motion, "My Hero" <laughs> <laughs> plays.
1: There's one song that plays earlier in the movie that's not on the soundtrack but my grandmother used to play it in our car a bunch, so I'm going to play it as we as we close out the episode. I'll, I'll shout it out there. Cool.
0: <laughs> uh, the major thing I wanted to touch on with this movie is that this movie has the name of our podcast in it. Oh. There's the part where Mox is arguing with Amy Smart's character. I can't remember her name. At her work, right? No, it's on her porch. Oh, yeah. And she literally says do you want some wine with that cheese? So it's perfect. Which is wild. The perfect I, I, first episode. I didn't even know that, that. I swear I didn't know that was coming. Uh, <laughs> I but saw it happen, and I had, I had to hold back from texting you because you hadn't watched it yet. I was blown away. My <laughs> jaw dropped, and I texted Mike right away. But uh, <laughs> that was, like, a very pleasant surprise.
2: <laughs> you want some cheese with that wine? What? <laughs> You're a winner.
1: And there it is. Beautiful. In Beautiful. all of its podcast glory. <laughs> Um, So I had a quiz, but you literally answered all the questions. We can go back through it if you want. (laughs) No, it's not worth it. You got got Slaughterhouse-Five. You got Billy Bob's number. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: Do you think that sonically these movies are connected at all? I do. I think through uh, the world
1: of football... They they just merge into one sentient being. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never I'll never watch or listen to them without thinking of the other now.
0: Right. There are certainly emotional moments in the movie too. Yeah. And thing on the verge of breakups and blah 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 and Uh that kind of thing that you associate the record with too your teacher
1: teacher stripping and your your teacher (laughs) stripping i think that you never (laughs) meant the hidden
0: track on american football is a cover of Hopper teacher
1: (laughs) i've actually seen there's a video of mike kinsella he got really drunk at a show one time brought out his drums and played jump by van halen on drums
0: hey that's close enough it's awesome i'll take it (laughs) he's a big
1: he's a big metal fan so that's awesome there's also a video of him bringing up his ipod and playing along to metallica songs on his acoustic guitar okay so yeah, man. Cool, man about town. He's got some edge to him. He's got some. He's fucking edgy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't really think if there's anything else I've got to say. That's all um, I got for this one. We'll ha- we'll think of more stuff to do for future episodes. But I think as far as episodes go, this first one's a real heavy hitter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we could like. General reception of both of these yeah. I think is important too. Totally. So I, um, I
1: think at the time varsity blues was like a really big thing. I, I think I, like a lot of kids in my school had gone to see it and stuff. It was I a saw big it deal. when it came out on VHS for sure.
0: I mean like um MTV ran the world then. Oh. So I think that like when they came out with things that were remotely associated with them, they were promoted to death. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people probably have seen this movie or saw it then too. Definitely. Um Oh, man, I was looking at the uh, review uh, for the second American football record. I think well, it was the first one. Thanks, how's guys. that one? We're probably
1: not going to do that one.
0: So they pit, we'll just go off Pitchfork because, I mean, American football is certainly within their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But uh, Pitchfork Pitchfork's Especially gave, now. At the
1: time, I don't think American football was on anybody's True. I mean, on. I
0: think they – I don't know how long Pitchfork's been around, but they give they rated the reissue. Excuse me, the reissue. But um, they give LP2 a 7.7. Not bad. Um, they give. I feel
1: like that's almost their standard for anything that's respectable. Yeah,
0: that's true. Like it doesn't make hit that like best new music or exactly. best whatever. Yeah. Um, cusp, but it's still like good. Mm-hmm. Like it won't make their year-end list, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, um, so.
1: right. It's, it's at least again, it's respectable.
0: Yeah, and they give the one we're talking about, the 1999 self-titled 8.6, which is pretty good. Best new reissue in 2014. Hell yeah. Um, I think that's. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, that you know, there's like a million things, not a million, but there's a lot of stuff <laughs> I personally like better. But if I was rating it, you know, objectively, I would give it at least like an eight, probably mm-hmm. myself.
1: And, and it's one of those things. It's so iconic in my head that it's like tough to even give it a rating. I it's can't, hard I, to. Yeah, it's I, hard to find fault with
0: it. Yeah, I can't give it
1: a ten, but it's definitely up there. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. And then Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. <laughs> the audio when you got it. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Is this Rotten Tomatoes?
1: Yeah. The audience score. 76 a little generous the tomato meter is exactly what i gave it 40 percent. 40 percent. i gave it a four a two out of five which is a four out of ten right and i think that's like as far as teen comedies go and stuff like it's right on with all the stuff of the era. but it's like it's not
0: the best story
1: ever right told. it's innovative in that the coach is the bad guy and there's some pretty interesting stuff but it's pretty boilerplate i don't know
0: yeah oh no, absolutely i didn't rate it when i watched it this time um, but like I think that I would also probably give it a 2 out of 5 But I like it yeah, no, I, I You know what I mean it's like, it's like it. one of those I, didn't, I don't love it, I don't think it's a particularly good movie But I like it It's no The New Guy which I gave a 4 <laughs> out of 5 Which is not the right answer, I get that The critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes says This is a predictable football movie that lacks intensity
1: It's missing <laughs> the rock band From 1999 American Football Clearly. Couldn't agree more <laughs>
0: Oh, it is it is the West Canyon, C-A-N-A-A-N, mm-hmm. Coyotes. Weird name. Weird really name. Really weird name. Um,
1: so that about sums it up. That checks out. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that wraps it up for this week, I guess.
0: Yeah, that um, wraps up for this week. Um, thank you for sticking with us through our kinks. And yeah. All that good stuff and
1: we'll have to figure out a way that we can tell people what the movie is gonna be gonna for the of next time. week or something like that. If we'll they come, want to listen.
0: we'll come up with like a social media presence of somehow.
1: We'll we'll buy a server. Yep. Buy a website. I'll learn how to code. I don't yep. know, whatever. We'll all do it, it all. It. We'll do yeah. it
0: all. We'll uh
1: we'll wolf it.
2: <laughs> we we'll <woof> it. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um to close us out, this is the song The Wayward Wind. Um it was played early on in the movie. It's by Gogi Grant. And it's uh, a nice, like, 1940s song. So here we go. Thanks for listening. Thanks Um, for listening. I guess we'll talk to you guys either next week. Maybe we'll do it every two weeks. Who knows?
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening.